man, I hate this life. You know what? I wish I could be somebody else. You know what? Matter of fact, I tell you what, I wish I could be somebody else on the happiest day or what I think the happiest day of their life is. You know who that would be, Taj? Who would that be? I'm thinking it's going to be SpongeBob SquarePants, bro. Let me out. Hey everybody, welcome to A Tad Too Far. There's far, there's going too far, and then it's us, A Tad Too Far. We take some ideas, throw them up against the wall. Whatever doesn't stick, we throw them up against a different wall. If that doesn't stick, then we throw them outside for somebody else to step on and laugh at them when it's at the bottom of their shoe. My name is Dietrich, and I'm here with my co-host, Taj. Hey folks, how's it going? All right. And today, we are trading places. You know, there was a movie back in the day with Dan Aykroyd and uh, um, Eddie Murphy where they switched places for a while and Dan Aykroyd had to become poor and Eddie Murphy took his place as being a rich businessman on Wall Street. And uh-huh. that was a crazy throwback movie. For all of y'all who are old enough to remember that, you're too old, okay? You're too damn old. I'm just telling you that right now. But if you're young enough and you're able to remember that, then you know how crazy of an idea that was back then when it came out. Because yeah. bottom line is nobody ever thought about trading places with a rich guy and a poor guy. Well, right. plus, and plus with coming to America too, you technically have to watch that because it's part of the trilogy because some of the characters in trading places are in coming to America one. So like, exactly. <laughs> you know. exactly. And everything ties in together and it's, it's one, one crazy little hoop of a situation. So, right. um, <laughs> In this situation, what we're talking about is what if you could trade places with somebody for a day? And what happens if you trade places with that person on a day that they consider one of the happiest days of their life? It could be the birth of their child. It could be them scoring a big deal. It could be them winning a Grammy. It could be them winning a championship. What day would you trade with somebody in order to experience one of the happiest days of their life? Oh, so... uh Oh, okay. So what, do I have to tell, so I have to give up a day to get their day? Yes. Oh, okay. That's more than, that's even more than what I thought. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Right. Oh. oh, man. Hmm. It's kind of a herder. So let me go ahead and go first. Okay. All right. So I'll trade a day. It's a simple day, but it's a day. Um, it's a day that I won state championship in high school, right? Okay. Football. I was actually on crutches. I did not get a chance to play in that game because I tore my kneecap up my senior year. But just for the fact that I could leave out my senior year saying that I was a state champion, that was a cool day for me, right? Gotcha. Now, if I was going to trade places with somebody in that particular moment, I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to trade places with Hugh Hefner. <laughs> okay. And, and the day that I'm talking about 
is the day where he first saw his Playboy magazine sitting in a deuce stand. That has, yeah, okay. I can see that. <laughs> that that seems like a pretty damn awesome day, right? Just right. for the fact that here it is, you put in this work, people are calling this my magazine or whatever the case point may be, but it's a magazine that you put together and it's something that you edited and it's something that you put out and it's your baby and you get to see it out in the world. Right. No, I could see that. It actually having something published. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even go go with the mansion or any of the Playboy bunnies you slept with or his five wives or, or a couple of kids or any of that other situation. I'm going straight for the gusto, the thing to set it all off, that got him to where he was and, and what he ultimately died from was just being happy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he died of being too happy. Damn. Although although he lived to a good a good. <laughs> so definitely definitely so yeah those are some wild and crazy nights but that's that's the day that i would trade places for in a heartbeat or um yeah that, that would be the day that i would trade places with so uh, j- just to ask so um because it's kind of an interesting comparison so does do you feel that the publishing of the first Playboy has more legacy than the record of your school winning state? Or or I guess here's what I'm trying to say. Did did your high school win state a lot or was that like they've never won state before and they haven't since then? It's been like 20 years or, or something. Or is it like they went to state like every year? No, they didn't go to state every year. And they actually... Um, yeah, they didn't go to state every year. It wasn't a, a, uh, like unknown situation for my school to do so. And just for that moment in time, that was like one of the best things ever type deals. Right. Okay. So, but was it kind of like a Hoosiers type of thing where it's like, you're, you know, you're a C level school going against a triple A school and you guys win, or was it just like a. Still More triple. like a B plus school going against okay. you know a, a bunch of uh, juggernauts, and then it wind up coming out to be like the best thing ever. Okay, we were just so we were just so compact as a team. And let me just make this straight: it wasn't state. I apologize uh, before anybody gets to look at me up and saying, "Oh man, you lying!" No, because we got whooped to the playoff. It was district. We won district. Oh, you won district. Okay, we got, gotcha. we got the outright title for district, and it was on a team that we knew we were good, but we just didn't think, you know, saying we were great because there were still some other schools around that were like killing everybody. So it was that type of situation. So the fact that we actually won out district and 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 did it with a coach that had just came into the program and and you know really didn't get to know. You know, any and everybody, but everybody he made an impression on and the whole time going through the situation and 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 being with all your friends and, and your family going alongside with you. Like, that was a cool thing for me. OK, gotcha. But, well, and I guess what I was trying to what I was trying to get to is that. I mean, saying aside that it's the first Playboy magazine, I mean, just the, the concept of publishing something for legacy purposes it 
is, do you feel like they're both equal on legacy or do you, are you making that trade because you want something that lasts, that is more legacy based that lasts longer? I feel like they they both exist in legacy as far as their own realms, right? Right. Like nobody in in the country is going to be looking up my school at that point in time, go Panthers, and saying, um, you know, that was the best team ever, that type of situation, right? But it was relevant for that time period because we weren't expected to win state or to win district. So just for the fact that we did was an accomplishment and it's in the books. Like nobody can erase it. Nobody can go back and put an asterisk or do anything with it. It's there. Right. Gotcha. So I equivalent that to the same as publishing a, a magazine that you put your blood, sweat and tears into. And for me, it was a little bit harder and different because I couldn't actually play that season. I tore my knee the, the spring training before. So the whole season I was out on crutches and, and couldn't move around and couldn't do nothing. But I was helping the team out the whole time and motivating people and, and trying to be the best that I could be and showing up to practices and, and, and just basically trying to be like a, a, you know, a cheerleader, a heart of a team type deal. So gotcha. that, that meant more to me actually being a part of the situation like that than it did playing and, and, and getting these yards and getting touchdowns and doing all that type of stuff. Cause that kind of stuff was expected. But when you're hurt and on the sidelines, you don't want to be around those people. You don't want to be in that atmosphere because it reminds you that you're not playing. Right. Gotcha. Every single time. And for me, it's like publishing in that situation for his magazine. Nobody wanted to read the magazine. Everybody just just heard of, you know, him producing naked women and and basically calling it smut at the time and, and not understanding the situation at hand right so okay i like it so okay so, yeah that's that's where we're at that's so. where oh, okay hmm. so what was yours <laughs> oh i so i totally misunderstood the assignment there mr white <laughs> I know, it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> um, no, um, so for um, so f- to be on the spot, okay, uh, and, and it would kind of be a, a weird thing to trade, um, but I'm not sure if I would want to trade it, though. That's the thing. Okay. I mean, because Memory is hard. Like, you know, uh, as you grow older, you tend to forget stuff, right? And so, like, you know, right now, you know, I, I, you know, remember bits and pieces of, you know, my children being born, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not sure if that's a memory I would want to trade, but, you know, I, I know it's a powerful moment and I know I was there, but then, you know, if you're trading it, you know, I'm not sure if you still maintain the knowledge that you know you were there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not going to forget the fact that you know you were there. Um, you know, it was like a surreal type of moment. Right. Okay. So, and that's that's kind of where it, I, I think that's 
one of the memories I would trade it mostly because since details are lost over time and you know, the, the maybe, maybe it's wrong or not, but it's like the important thing is that, you know, you were there. Right. (laughs) Does that sound trite? (laughs) Or not, not at all. Not from where you're coming from. I know know from where you're coming from. Okay. Gotcha. You would definitely, it's not that you're going to forget it. In, in that aspect or, or try to like get rid of it because it's something that's embedded in your brain as far as the, the overall aspect of it. But right. while you're there in the moment, it's so surreal. You really can't capture all your feelings and thoughts about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. So, so it, and so uh, for me, uh, what I would trade it for. So originally when I misunderstood um, the, the assignment originally I was going to just trade like a mundane memory of somebody for something that I thought would be really cool for me. But, um, you know, basically what, what I would trade it for is without being very specific is, um, experiencing what it's like to be on a band on a concert stage playing for tons of crowd that, that really, you know, because it's the, it for me, it's that ultimate thing that you created something that a lot of people like, and in that moment, you're sharing it with them all at the exact same time. Th- that's something that I've, you know, I'm not, I can't play an instrument, I can't sing, <laughs> you know, and, and so that's something that I know I would never experience that I think would be really a, a cool memory to have, I guess. So. You can take mine, bro. <laughs> like I got a, I got a shitload of those. You can take them. That's not a problem. <laughs> take your pick. No, I, I, like I'm, I'm being funny, but I'm being, I'm being serious too. Because what you explained is something that I've actually done. So I, I've been, I've been a part of the music industry. Uh, I was a part of a rap group, a couple of them. And in holding my own at a time or two. And um, I've been on stages where you've had hundreds of people, you know, actually knowing your songs and singing your songs. I've, I've been on little chitlin circuit tours where you go to little podunk towns and you think nobody knows nothing about you. And as soon as you show up, you got busloads of people coming in in order to sing your music. I've, I've been uh, in a spot where I turn on the radio and my song is being played on the radio in rotation and you like get to freak out and stuff like that. I've also been where, you know, you look online and you see that like you put as your CD out for everybody to get in the first few to buy it or in like Hong Kong and it trips you out. Like, whoa, what is really going on here? So, you know, I, I personally wouldn't trade one of those memories, but I would give you one. You know, we ain't got to trade for nothing. I'll just give it to you. <laughs> You're my boy. So I, I would definitely take care of you. I would give you all those memories. You're on stage and somebody singing the lyrics to your song. And it's like, damn, it, it feels crazy. Definitely. Okay. Rush. Okay. So see, originally when, originally when I misunderstood this, uh, the, uh, the thing was, uh, I was like, uh, originally, um, uh, because I thought you were just taking the memory of somebody and it would make like a really happy day for, for me. Right. And so my concept was being a, um, 
a roadie on because there's two concerts that I missed that I could have seen that that I really liked uh, mm-hmm. that I would have wanted to see, and one of them was Cindy Lauper with Tina Turner, like being a roadie on the side, you know, helping set up, but then getting to watch that whole concert from the, the side of the stage. That that would have been like total boss, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. cool. Yeah, the, the the other one was because um, I was actually living in Austin at the time was um, when uh, Mumford and Sons, Edward Sharp and the Magnet Zeros, and uh, the Lumineers came rolling in on a train. They they made a video of it called the the Red Red Rocket Red something red train thingy but right. yeah that, that, would be, that would have been a really cool concert to have, like help set up you know <laughs> so, but you've been but, to a bunch that, of concerts like you, you used to go to a uh austin city limits all the time yeah um, and um like uh what's that one uh, they used to come around every year um acl I, yeah, well, that's Austin City Limits, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's ACL Fest. There's a bunch of other concerts that's been around, you know what I'm saying, that you've done to and been a part of. But it's one thing. It's a different thing when you're backstage behind the scenes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. It, I, I actually was behind the scenes at a concert where um, Eminem was a headliner. And I'm, I'm walking out with a homeboy of mine and we're just walking around backstage and we pass this dude and my homeboy bumps into him and he's like, Oh, sorry, bro. And dude turns around. He's like, Hey man, it's, it's all good. You good? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool, man. I'm sorry. I was just looking down on my phone. He's like, Oh, it's all good, man. Y'all have a good one. And it was Eminem that we bumped into. It was like, <laughs> damn. He could have easily had a security kick our ass and, and toss us out or, or been all jerk about it. But you know what I'm saying? He was just kind of the moment. And it was funny because he was actually on his way to go up on stage to perform. Oh, so really? It was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, I got so many dang stories of, of just being in a lifestyle. I would trade all of that to be there for a birth of a child. Cause that's the one thing I don't have is my own child. So you and I can trade those stories, bro. It's, it's not a problem. In my life, I can be in my situations I've been through. I can be in your life in those situations you've been through and then we could just have that and have fun. I hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's crazy though. And I, I specifically left out the music stuff because I didn't want to trade that. <laughs> 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 now I got a good reason to trade it, so I'm not sure. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So, uh, do you have any other other things you thought about doing? I mean, everybody was kind of mundane. Most of mine was sports. Um, you know, wanted to be, you know, LeBron James for a day when he won the championship in Cleveland. When he came back to Cleveland and actually won the championship for him, wanted to be Tom Brady when he won his seventh ring. And solidified himself as the goat. Wanted to be, um, you know, Michael Jackson when he first did the moonwalk, and and see people's reaction to the step and the dance and the whole nine. It's like it's little little things that stick out of my mind like that, but nothing as significant as, as what I mentioned. That's okay. So, 
I don't because that that didn't involve a sport. That involves somebody just putting their mindset to something and and manifesting it into a real thing. Right. It so what's weird for me is like like when when I get those moments of do you, do you ever get those moments where you're like, like it's kind of like a moment of bliss, but it's kind of like a moment of like, this is a day I'm going to remember. This is a day I should remember. Do, do you ever get those moments? Yes. Okay. For me, they're never with a large event with a large crowd of people. It's like a quiet, I mean, it's not quiet. Like, cause I've had them before at like, sea world you know but it's in a quiet spot you know with just the family you know and you're like you know this is you know <laughs> it's not in the middle of a roller coaster it's not in the middle of screaming you, you know it's weird you know <laughs> yeah no, i understand and, it's, it's it's not the stuff that you would normally take in it's always the stuff that you don't really consider to be important at the time but when you come across it again it's like dang that really that really took me for a moment like for me it's simple stuff like going outside and the sky being orange so like like you have the haze over your eyes like everything is like orange or red you know you had those moments where like a dust ball would fly in or, or or some kind of change in the weather where where the sky is like a totally completely different color and it's yeah, throwing yeah. you off. like that's that's my that's my moment that's, be the best, that's my thing the best moments in the world for me are sunsets because you see so many different colors of the rainbow of of, of the sky turning different colors and fading into a dark color and clouds in the way and and you look like you could reach out and touch them like that those are my moments where I'm like okay. this is a moment I'm never gonna forget it type deal. Okay, I I get that. Okay, I can understand that. So yeah, I, or you come up and say hi to a girl and she says hi back. <laughs> You're like, oh snap. <laughs> You don't even get the second thing asking her name or nothing. You just be like, "Oh snap!" She said, "How's that? What am I gonna do now?" <laughs> I made it. <laughs> You're there just doing your teleport celebration dance. Yeah, you know you do your celebratory dance when you walk around the corner and go in the bathroom. You just look to yourself and like a little kid on a meme. You go, "Yes," with your arms in the air, like "Yes." She looked at me. Yes. <laughs> I have won. <laughs> I like it. So, okay. Well, uh, Thanks. oh, yeah. Well, this has been a tad too far. There's far, there's going, or wait a minute, that's the intro again. We're not starting over. <laughs> you got caught up in your thought process, bro. You want to be a roadie. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Still can. It's not too late. You know, so you not just got to what's going on. But yeah, not too late. Still be around. So, and, <laughs> I think it's too late, but that's okay. It, it, I, I've come to terms with it. So, all right. If you, if you really want to do it, let me know. I, I got a couple right. connects I can holler at. I, okay. I, I'll let you know if, if I change my mind. Okay. I mean, at, at this at this point, the only reason I would be a roadie if if is when my kids goes on concert. You know, I'd be on the 
the tour bus. <laughs> you know, definitely makes sense. Yeah, I completely yeah. understand that. So, okay. Well, so this has been a tattoo far. You can find this on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our website tattoofar.com. That's T O D or T A D T O F A R dot com. Spelling helps. <laughs> so, uh, we're part of the Sue Empire Podcast Network. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Peace.